0: Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to Synchronicity Web TV. I am your host, Nadia Shaw, and this is your moment of synchronicity. Well, look, once again, we have my incredible aunt, Shireen Khan, here of ShireenKhanShine.com. And... She's here to answer some superstar questions. We're having fun together. We are enjoying each other's company and gaining some wisdom. Welcome Shireen, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to have me again. And thank you, superstars. Thank you, guys, my superstars. And if you want to know more about becoming a superstar, you can link in the description below. But thank you guys for being here with your incredible questions as well. And we are just going to jump in and start answering some of your questions. So, Shireen, I know that you do life coaching, but you also have done our Vedic medicine and And so much, you have this very like all encompassing wisdom uh, to you and an understanding of these like ancient traditions as well. And so Kakali asked, um, I have a question for Shereen, I'm suffering from arthritis. What kind of herbs do you suggest to minimize my inflammation and pain? So what does Ayurvedic medicine say about um, arthritis, inflammation? What do you know? About
1: that, uh, yeah. So, right away, uh, it, it is turmeric. You can buy the capsules the, from a health food store, and they're amazing. I even take them, I stop taking even Advil. I take them if I have a headache, I take two of them. I take uh, one at night, one in the during the day. You can, those are the best ones. Another thing you can do if your body feels a little bit cold and joints are hurting in a damp day, you can warm up some milk and put like half a spoon of turmeric, like powder, and just mix it. They call it golden milk, like just and drink it. You'll sleep so well, wake up in the morning, refresh. And of course, you will take a couple of times to actually start feeling, but you can feel the change right away in your joints. That would be the best.
0: And what do you think, is there some sort of like um uh... What is the symbolism of that? Why do you think that happens to us? Like in terms of emotional or spiritual, is there anything
1: that we should be paying attention to when we find our joints get inflamed? Well, you, you know, you'll know, you notice that even sometimes when you're lying down, you're tense. Uh, whatever you're doing, you're tense. Once you start noticing and be in your body and start seeing like, where are you holding all that emotions or your energy? Sometimes you don't even know that we are holding energy or emotions unless you start checking your body. So you'll see, like, uh, some, some people will hold in their wrist, and whatever they're doing, it's in te- they're tensed up, tense up here, tense up there, watching television. The neck will go ahead for, forward. That when we don't know, but it's, do you getting neck? neck pain, uh, things like that. Even sitting down sometimes, we're always focused on one side of our body or the one right hip or the left hip. So you'll see that the joints start to get more used there. So the whole point is to relax the joints, relax and always breathe. So once you start to become aware of your posture, you'll see a lot of joint pain will go away. And of course, exercise, of course, stretches, stretches, eat right, Of course, sometimes when we drink, sometimes we have wine next day, we might feel a little bit aches in the joint, but again, take turmeric and that helps. And
0: it's interesting because like, of course, there are like formal ways of stretching like uh, like yoga, but you can be very intuitive about it, right? Like you can see where you need that energy to flow, where you might need that stretch. That can be a very powerful way to tune into your body as well. Yeah, if
1: you stay in your body, your body will tell you what to do. You don't have to look at um, you know somebody doing yoga because you may hurt yourself. I've known people come back to me and they said they hurt themselves because they were doing something their body didn't want it to do, but because it was supposed they're supposed to do it, I guess. So we just follow your own rhythm, your own body. Always breathe when you're stretching. Um, drink lots of water before you stretch and after. But stretch like just stretch. I stretch all the time. Just relax your body. Just be in your body and your body will tell you what to do. Yeah, by being in your body, it means pay attention. It
0: means to be present for yourself, to check in with yourself, to see how you're feeling. Uh, That can be very powerful as well. And also to look at, I think that that type of observation allows you to start to notice where you might be overcompensating, overemphasizing something that you're doing physically Um, maybe that'll lead to a deeper contemplation. You know, maybe some of that is happening in life as well, where there might be some overcompensating happening or overemphasis on a particular area. And maybe the body can help lead you to some of that deeper understanding. But it sounds like your answers are going to be uniquely your own. I love that you said, Shireen, that if you just do what you're instructed to do without listening to yourself, that's not the way to go either like the right teacher will invite you to
1: to have that more personal contemplation yeah and you know um the body has a lot of emotions That's one of the reasons people don't like to stay in their body because they would have to deal with a lot of things. A body has its own memory. You can tell your brain whatever you want to tell and work accordingly, pragmatically. But your body will keep on bringing your emotions that you need to resolve. You need to figure out um, genetic emotions like uh, you know, um, generational trauma, yeah, generational trauma, ancestry trauma all those things like you got to figure it out just and it's so simple you just have to be in your body and and see where's the pain then you start to see that different parts of uh, the body will be relating to different chakras and then you follow those chakras and you start doing breathing through different chakras to open up and it's not an easy process it takes a lot of guts to even start to know that you're going to do it and start and to understand and follow what are you doing and not giving up not giving up all you need is one change to prove yourself that you did one thing and it came through for you then you'll start to really change but you have to be consistent you have to be persistent in finding who you are what's going on within you and go work through the body yeah and by By
0: being in your body, pay attention to your body is really what it comes down to. Now, it's interesting because Nancy is saying our bodies remember our emotions from childhood. And there's actually this proof that, and I remember reading this on a page, and I wish I could uh, remember which one it is. But basically, you before you were a fetus, you were an ovum. And the ovum that you were was actually a part of the fetus that your mom was. And so you have been inside, some genetic part of you has been inside your grandmother. And that's very powerful. That becomes very symbolic of how we carry these and all that you felt or experienced from that very point becomes a part of you. If the body remembers, then the body remembers childhood, yes, but older as well. It can absolutely have those those emotions that we carry. There are psychological patterns, but yes, energetic patterns as well that we might carry, and they can go back a really long time. But healing that really is so rewarding. It is a lot of work. It does take a lot of courage, as Shereen said, but it can be so rewarding as well because
1: it allows you to become you, right? Authentically you. Well, you know, I, we, I think we talked about this before that how our through blood we have so many emotions just through blood to blood to blood, like grandma to mom to me. And sometimes, you know, we can't figure out why we feel certain things because our life is going great, but we wake up and have some kind of anxiety sometimes and we don't know why we had it. It's not related to me. But then you start to see that those, uh, th- that anxiety or those emotions could be your grandma be a great grandma that is going through your bloodstream. It's just the blood has its memory and it passes through one person to one mother to the other mother. And then it creates forms like habits. Um, you know, like I remember my mom used to be so always uh, have like things to do faster faster. And I was like, just stop and do it. And then one day she said that you know her mom used to do it because there were so many kids in the family. So it was like assembly line, you know, give them a shower, put the clothes on, put the powder, send them to school. Like it was a thing. But for me, I don't know why I was feeling like that. I have nothing to no kids to send to school, but I'm still waking up feeling this <laughs> <you know? laughs> So so my whole point I do is- that too. Yeah. <laughs> My mom does do that, and
0: I've done that. I was doing that while getting ready for this. Oh my yeah. god! But yeah,
1: it's not even see? mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so like, yeah. It's just because you know, because I noticed it, and I started talking to my mom, and I observing her, and thought, oh my god, she doesn't have to do all these things now. She's old. The kids are grown and gone to gone their own home and they had their own kids and she's still acting like she has to get people ready for no reason. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is it isn't gene like, you know, it isn't the bloodstream. It is a habit of a habit, you know, Tony asked, is there a minimum milligram of turmeric to take? Um, just like normal, like you get the capsules, uh, just take that, uh, in, the, in milk, yeah, if you're boiling milk and mixing it there, take like a quarter of a spoon or less than half, less than half, that would be enough in one cup. But two uh, capsules uh, that normally, I take about 900 um, IU in there, um, something like that, thousand international unit would be good per day. Marie Fleur, so let's have a different question now. She said, I cannot be fake in my
0: friendships, but because I need to see the truth and be authentic, people are often uncomfortable. And recently, as I've been expressing my authenticity more than before, many of my friendships are stressed or go south. Uh, There is a sense of loss that I may have to lose myself to keep my friendships
1: meaningful. Do you have any insights? Yeah, actually I just had a question, it's funny. It just somebody asked, said the same thing to me. And what happens is as you grow, you don't have to carry your relationships to your new next level. And sometimes we feel loyal to bring our friends who may be from our childhood because there's so many memories and we feel obligated or guilty for not, not acting like how they're acting or being with them in the same environment they are but we can we grow so we don't have to they're not climbing the ladder we are so we just have to climb our own ladder and it's there's nothing wrong with that you don't have to feel guilty you could just stay in touch with them Um, you can be emotion free with them and just hang out just as who they are so because you're more aware of what's going on you can actually go to their level and just be pleasant and happy, but do your own work. Just continue doing your own work. You don't have to drag them into it or don't let them drag you down. Uh, just be aware. Um, you really don't have to bring your friends with you to another party that you're going to. Just remember that. <laughs> Look That's at the bigger, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to bring your friends with you to another party. That's your party. Do your party. Do you. You know, That's and a if great they, way, yeah, to yeah, so they conceptualize they'll, it. Yeah, sometimes they come around because everyone grows in their own way. And when we're kids, we're all the same. When we're in high school, we're all the same. And then we start to have boyfriends and we start to change. We marry and we start to change. So it's just part of life. We don't have to feel bad about it. Just do you and everything will come around. You'll make new friends. I find like um, um, now that I'm a little older, I'm making more friends who are like me, who are single and didn't have kids. uh, And rather than the time that when i was in my uh, 20s and 30s and everyone was getting married and having kids and i choose i had chosen not to and it was kind of a weird period but now i'm finding new friends and they're great they're just like me they're great just like me (laughs) (laughs) well you are pretty great (laughs) shireen
0: but also i wanted to add like can you can you meet people where they are you know what i mean Uh, like Uh, what I mean by that is, can you just enjoy what it is that a person brings and share a moment with them? Um, And what I mean by that is, I mean, I'm thinking about myself, it is very hard for me to have people, friendships that are clingy in any way. And I understand that people understand and need different things from friendships. And I respect that. But the way that I am is, when i'm with you you're my best friend and i love you and you know i can share an incredible moment with you but when i'm not when i'm off living my life or i'm at a different party as shireen put it i need to be able to have that space and um it has happened in the past where that cannot be understood i love what shireen said before as well like staying like staying with people just because there's history um instead of allowing either relationship to evolve the friendship to evolve or going in a different direction, because I think the right friendships, like you might not see each other for a really long time, but when you do, it's like no time has passed, right? Those are the right connections, the right friendships. And I just think that we change and evolve and what we want from the people around us will change as well. And uh, it makes sense that, that our friendships have to evolve or
1: take on a different place in our life. You know, uh, as long as your foundation, like you, uh, you know, your foundation. So through these relationships that you're growing, you're, they're actually helping you find yourself and uh, so makes you stronger. So you build your foundation, you build stronger and stronger and stronger. And then whoever you meet, you have you like that that shrine, that solid me, I have me. So people can do and say what whatever they want because I choose to be with certain people at a certain time. So let's say if I wanted to have a drink, I would choose a day that I would have a drink with certain person and I know that how it's going to be. It doesn't have to be every day that person. So find yourself first, make that person strong that's inside of you, then you can conquer anybody because the, we are people people and we have to have people in our lives we have to deal with people because we're human so if we're just keeping saying I'm different I'm different I'm different that's also a form of escapism and we shove people away from us so you just have to find that balance where you know what escapism who you are what who your friends are and when and what when you're going to spend time with them and how much energy you have. For some people, you have a lot of energy with other people, you don't. So you gotta figure yourself out that.
0: The dynamic, the dynamic can always be different with people like from an astrological perspective, it's what we call sinistry. So the sinistry will bring out different things with different people within you, within them. But if we're looking at it uh, from another perspective, yeah, it's just the energy that is created between two people. And sometimes that energy field that is created with somebody can be amazing and can be exactly what you need. But at other times, that might not be the energy field that feels right for you. And that's okay as well.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Um, There's one more thing that I uh, have grown to learn is that if you start thinking that we're all one, we're really all one energy, like we're just one person. The whole universe is one person it's just different fingers different like we're doing different things to our fingers to our toes legs whatever we're using uh, but we're just one person the whole universe so that makes you realize that they're not much different they just have different needs they just have different wants at certain time so just let them be because when you let them be then you become who you are as well And you just do you. When you just start doing you, the whole world does you. (laughs) No, I'm not joking. Wherever you you manifest, whatever you manifest comes to you because you're doing you. You're doing that number one. And having like, again, everything is oxymoron. So, you know, I always tell my, uh, I always feel like the more reality I see in life is beautiful. The more reality I see, the more I think how fake things are. Like, and what I need to take from it. So it's just like that. The universe is like a whole universe is you, but again, you're also unique. So it's like, you just gotta find out your uniqueness in this whole big system. And you start to really enjoy, enjoy living, um, enjoy feeling your heart, um, enjoy your existence, everything, you know? Nancy said, I think the challenge is that
0: sometimes we struggle to feel like we have to explain that to these friends and we don't want to hurt their feelings. So it's also about learning how to develop healthier
1: boundaries. It's through communication. You just got to be you and you just have to tell them. I find it the older I'm getting, the more real I am with them and they actually understand and gives me time. They, They like who I'm becoming because I'm not Sugarcoating anything, I'm just like I'm tired. I can't talk to you. I know you got a problem, but right now I Mm -hmm. I need to like feel my keep my feel in, and you know when you say it instead of like resenting and getting angry inside and answering and being with them, that's not true friendship from your side. (laughs) So. you know yeah it, it's know not it's fair so to the other person i always say like you know if we are uh, thinking of, of not hurting other person it is actually not fair to them that you're not showing your true self it's, wow. it's nothing to do yeah it's not fair to them because they're stuck with you you're not stuck they are stuck with you yeah but the thing is to speak what you need like that is
0: how you be fair in a friendship or else what happens is you will simmer and stir in your resentment and you'll think, oh my God, that person is always like that and they ask me for stuff and I don't want to do it and blah, blah, blah. But maybe part of what we are meant to learn is to be able to speak of what we need. And then if it's a real friend, if it's a right and healthy friendship, they'll understand, they'll be okay with that.
1: Yeah, find the right words. I say find the right words and minimize your vocabulary when it comes to that. Like, uh, don't have to explain the whole thing. Just find the right words, what's right for them, and just one sentence and end it. So when we feel guilty of speaking our own truth, we we go on and on and on and on, like trying to explain. No, don't do that. Just find your own words, one sentence, and say it and, and be quiet and let that person answer you. Let's see what happens.
0: Wow. And at least that is another way of authenticity. Like it's authentic to you, but also you get to see who other people are. You get to have that honest exchange. And that's another type of, of
1: way of being authentic. Yes, exactly. You got to take care of you and that person too. You got to be fair to you and the other person as well. Mm -hmm. Because you are kind of enabling them to keep on being the same person they are. You know, it's like enabling an an alcoholic just saying, okay, drink more, drink more. You know, meanwhile, you're saying, oh God, I don't want to give him another drink, but you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You're enabling them. It's just the same way of doing different things.
0: I was thinking of something else while you were sharing. I was thinking about how... (laughs) Um, like in relationships, like we could stay in a bad relationship, friendship or romantic relationship because we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And we have to be careful of that as well. Like there's something very powerful that happens when you allow change to occur. I think it ends up being better for everybody and relationships of all kinds, friendships, partnerships, everything, business, personal, romantic they are on a journey they have to evolve and sometimes that means evolving together sometimes that means going different ways but trusting that wherever it is that you end up and wherever it is that they end up is going to be a better place than it would otherwise be had you not been authentic and
1: been honest and been real about what your needs are. yeah then again you know you have to be um, you have to be fair to them you can't just hate your hate your partner and you stay with them because you're thinking you're hurting their feelings or you're giving, sometimes we give ourselves so much credit. We think that, oh, you know what, if I leave, he's going to be so destroyed. He's not going to, he's not going to, he doesn't even know how to make a cup of coffee. He doesn't know this. He doesn't know that. What is he going to do? He's not going to eat. He doesn't know how to do laundry. Like he doesn't know how to clean. What is he going to do without me? Like, I would give myself so much credit. And next thing you know, when you do decide to leave, they're actually having a better lifestyle. They know what to do. They, they're going to the gym. They're not sitting here watching television. They're doing stuff. They're so much better. The Better people, they've become better people because you left them. So they got a chance to live their own truth as well. Two people doing the same thing is going to, not going to create a very positive energy. No one's going to grow. No one's going to learn. Yeah. So do you guys have
0: any more questions before we let Shireen go again? Thank you, everybody out there for watching with permission. I have uh, some superstars here as part of our superstar event. We have uh, Shireen here, Shireen Khan. Yes, she is my aunt. She's also a very important spiritual mentor of mine. And you can find her at lo- online at shireenkhanshine.com, And I will link to it in the description below.
1: Thank you, Shireen. I love you. Thank you for I being love here. You. Oh, thank you so much for bringing me back. I just love to be on your show. I just love your energy and I love your shows and I love all your superstars and stars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Lee asked, Ayurvedic remedies to quit
1: smoking. Wow. Well, before we let you go. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I would say clove. Clove is one of the, you can just, um, add a little bit of clove to your tea or just take the clove and uh, put it in your mouth when you feel like you want to smoke. So it's like a natural mint. It's a natural mint and it actually kills the sense of you want to smoke. Um, you can try that. But then again, smoking is a huge addiction. When I used to smoke, I, te- I used to tell my boyfriend at that time that it's easier to quit you than quit smoking. <laughs> 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 so I actually quit on Zyban, which um, which I had all the syndromes they told me that I was going to have. I had every single symptoms, but I stuck to it, and uh, now I feel like I was never a smoker. I don't even feel like I was I ever smoke ever in my life.
0: And I think there's actually like wisdom. That's the thing that I think sometimes people overlook that this is a way of balancing brain chemistry. Like that's what you're really doing when you're smoking. The reward is the shift in brain chemistry. And if your doctor thinks it's right for you after, you know, checking in with your doctor, then there are medicines that as a result of shifting your brain chemistry, you lose the desire to smoke. Like you just lose it. And so you might still smoke out of habit, out of ritual, But And then that's where a more multi-pronged approach comes in. But I think it it might be wise to consider what wisdom might be playing out here, what wisdom might be playing out here, and address that. Um, There might be an emotional part, sure, but I think we overemphasize sometimes the emotional part, and we say, oh, you should be able to quit and go cold turkey, and you can do it without taking into consideration that no, we're human beings, we're complex, we do things for all kinds of reasons. The ritual of smoking has that ritualistic part of it, but then it also has the very practical brain chemistry physiology part of it as well. And so you can look at all of that and and move in a more positive direction
1: for you. Well, one more thing I wanted to say is the smoking that I find after I quit that it was like a friend that uh, I didn't have to talk to or the friend didn't talk back but it was um, it was a friend when I was lonely when I was alone when I was traveling it was like it's a friend so when I realized that I actually want to break up with this friend it was easier to stop smoking (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah so you can see it that way too that how it's serving you if you're lonely and you can go and work with that being not alone it's okay to be alone but Lonely is uh, you got. Then you gotta work it. You gotta know. Yeah,
0: you get to work on the lonely part because being alone doesn't mean being lonely. And as I really have come to understand, is that there is an abundance of love in the world. There's all kinds of love, and there's an abundance of love. And you know, you don't have to be
1: lonely, and you can certainly feel comfortable alone.
0: Yes, there's yes, that part it.
1: of it. You just got to make a decision. Once you make a decision about anything in life, things start to flow to you. Like anything, you make a decision, you want to go to, let's say, Morocco. Then you start to see things like that comes to you, like a pamphlet, a flyer, or the cheaper ticket, like things like that. So you just got to make a decision and things will come to you. That's so simple. Life is so simple. It's all about making decisions. Here's an
0: amazing comment, an amazing way to, to end this amazing conversation. Juline said, I was much lonelier when married than I am single. And I know that feeling. I know what it is to be in a relationship and feel so lonely. I mean, my God, it, it just yeah. is. It's incredible that my fear of change allowed me to stay in the pain of, of that instead of what could be. The fear of what could be, because it could go in any direction, um, allowed me to keep myself in a circumstance where I was feeling incredibly
1: lonely. And I'm so glad that that's over. Yeah, and that was your imagination. You know that thing, it's all imagination. It's really whatever you want, you can change your reality. Mm -hmm.
0: And willingness goes a very long way. Yeah, there's the fear of being alone, but I think that fear of being alone, not ending a particular situation out of that fear, it is a type of scarcity mentality, right? Don't you think so? Like
1: it's this belief that there isn't enough love or something. What do you think? Well, with the back of our head, we're saying that we're not going to find another person. That's where we're like in that relationship. We're just not, we're doubting ourselves that at least the devil we know is better than the devil we don't know. So, you know, we're staying in that kind of relationship. So, but I would say, just start to think of the freedom that you will experience. Start to live in the future of freedom, full of excitement, liberation. And you'll see like things start to open up for you. Things will open up for you. As soon as uh, you feel like uh, you can't leave this person or you're lonely or what's going on, think opposite. What it feels like to be free to have complete freedom and not to call someone and say, honey, I'm going to be late. I would, I don't know if I I ever do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are some things I
0: know that I will never allow myself to, to go through ever again. That's for sure. But it's interesting because I was talking to my ex just a few days ago and I was saying to him, I really believe that one day. Uh, we both, and you especially, because I'm already in that place, but I really believe that one day both of us will be able to see that this really was a great blessing. Like sometimes what doesn't work out or the space or the loss that happens can actually set the foundation for a massive blessing. And um, approaching life that way, my goodness, it it changes us in, in such wonderful ways to be able to say, yes, this looks disappointing right now, or this looks sad right now, but in what ways might this actually be just what I need to then welcome in an even greater happiness than I've known before?
1: Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you before I leave, just a little little story that I was dating this guy when I was Seventeen, and when we broke up he actually told me that one day we'll bump into each other and you're going to thank me because I know that you are a free bird and I want I'm a little bit possessive and controlling person and we were so young he was five years older than me but he knew his nature so he couldn't control me so we had to kind of break up so just recently after like 30 years we saw each other and I remember and I actually thanked him And I reminded him and he remembered and I said, thank you for saying those things I did. At that time, it didn't make sense to me because I was so heartbroken. But now I know because we split up, I got to travel the world and not just became a wife and with lots of children. So uh, at that time, that's what I thought I wanted. But, you know, just leaving him made me a different person. So, you know, there you go. I just thought, wow, thank him. you know,
0: thank you, dude. Yes. Let's thank the dudes. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Right. Who made the choices they did because now our lives are just so fabulous, but thank you, Shereen. You're a big part of how my life, my life feel so fabulous with all your wisdom and all the ways in which you guide me. So really Shireen is one of my great spiritual mentors. Uh, you can find her online at shireenkhanshine.com. I love you, Shireen. Thank
1: you. for. Being I love here. you back. I love you so much. Okay, we'll talk soon then.
0: And thank you everybody out there for watching. And until we connect again, take care. Bye. Bye.